Hello fellow adventurers, it's your DM Sullivan Harris here, and a strange thing happened last night, so I was just like kind of laying in bed, and my guildmaster's guide to Ravnica just started like violently shaking and glowing, so I popped it open, I turned on my mic, just started recording, and uh, this is what this is what came out of it, this is what happened. If you stick around to the end of the episode, we have a sneak peek of season 2 for you all, which of course is premiering June 4th, so stay till the end to hear that. And I guess I'll see you next week. I'm just going to let this roll now. Bye. Welcome to Orion Valley. Good morning, everyone. This is Guy Elfman. Welcome to Guy's Bat Talk. Guy, we're not calling it Guy's Bat Talk. It's not Guy's Bat Talk. That's a stupid name. I, I thought we were going to talk about bats. No, Flum did not cobble together this microphone out of wood and water. For, it to, for us to do a show called Guys Bat Talk. Seems like it needs to be more important than that. No one wants to talk about bats. You know what the the, the public wants to listen to? What? Daryl's and Daddies. <laughs> the artist probably known as DJ Daryl talking about his many relationships. His father issues. <laughs> yeah. His lack of dad. I'm also a Loxodon bard. Hello. I thought we were going to call it Speaking Superheroes with Sting. You're not even the host. What? I'm the host. There's only one superhero. What would we talk about? We're all superheroes in my heart. I think I'm a superhero. You're definitely a superhero. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know, guys. I I feel like we should, you know, maybe tone it down a little bit more for like a human barbarian level. I think we should call it Baldrick's Fireside Chat, you know, because we're That's by so a fire. That's so basic, though. While we're Boring. doing this. Boring. I actually kind of like that, Baldrick. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Thank you, Sting. Slum, what do you got? You made this. I thought it was going to be more targeted on intellectual audience. We're going to call it Dr. Dragava's Lectures. If only Chuggles were here, I bet he'd have a good idea. Well, Chuggles is out in the woods with a pack of bears. Yeah, he, yeah. he seemed to be going pretty feral last time I he passed by the village. Yeah, there was foam coming from his mouth, but it was like it was like stuffing, you know? Like <laughs> I mean, he's done that before. Has he? I've seen some bad shit in my life, but that was one of the worst. And I've killed my brother, so. <laughs> <laughs> that was on par with killing your brother. <laughs> okay, well, everyone, if we're going to be doing a podcast, I think we should all introduce ourselves. My name is Sting. I am a goblin ranger, and I am the world's best superhero, no matter what world it is. Ravnica, Innistrad, I, I save them all. Okay, little buddy, whatever. I'm uh, Daryl Hall. You may know me as DJ Daryl. If you are from Ravnica, if you're from Innistrad, you might know me as the local the local terror. But uh, that's, that's okay, too. <laughs> you might know me as Hobo from down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, I don't think you're a terror. Thanks, nerd. <laughs> don't be so harsh on yourself, Daryl. Yeah. I mean, you've been trying to come down off of your, off of your drugs and alcoholism. I mean, hey, you're not as bad as me. I'm practically the town drunk by now. Baldrick Stormcaller, formerly human barbarian, now town drunk. It's kind of a bad moniker, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're pretty useless, Baldrick. Hi, I'm Flipstake Dragava <laughs> here. Uh, Vidalkin. Uh, I think. <laughs> Is that? You are a Vidalkin, Flum, yes. Is that it? I think that's it. You're a Vidalkin as sure as I'm an elf. Yeah, what the short man said. <laughs> guys, have we? Hold on, I'm gonna turn off. I'm gonna turn off guys' uh, headphones for a second. Guys, have we ever 
tried to convince him that he's not an elf yet. He's not? No, he's clearly a dwarf. But he seems to be a bit disillusioned, and if we try to take him out of it, he's probably going to lash out. It's it's kind of like when someone's sleepwalking and you wake him up and then they die, you know? We just kind of got to let him wake up on his own, I guess. Daryl, I don't think they just die when you wake I, I'm up. I'm pretty sure you, they die when you wake up someone that's sleepwalking. I, th- I think that happened to my cousin. Okay, I'm going to turn, guys, earbuds back up again. <laughs> Anyways, we're stuck in, in uh, whatever the heck this plane is. Baldrick, where are we again? What? We're we're in Innistrad. Uh, we're in a town called Latveria. Vampire Land. Yeah, Vampire Land. Yeah, and um, that one. We've been here for like three months now, and we're getting a little stir crazy. We're getting a little punchy. So Flum here, graciously, like I said, cob- somehow cobbled together this machine that can collect our voices and send it out to the public. And he made it out of wood and water. So how the heck does that even work, Flum? I think I was trying to make a shake weight. <laughs> People try and make those? <laughs> you can make that with like a can of beans. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, Daryl, please tell me how you would make a shake weight with a can of beans. Because it's apparently so obvious. <laughs> yeah, all right, listen. Oh, listen. Got to get that character voice. Drain the juice. Leave the beans. <laughs> Put a little like stopper over the hole where the juice came out. Listen, how we ended up, yeah, that's me. I bet you're wondering how we ended up in this situation. <laughs> and let me crime. tell you, the story is pretty crazy. So we thought we would record it all and tell you all what happened to us in life. Yeah. So shall I start? I think that'd be best. After you, little man. So it all started when Chuggles, Flum, and I, so we're all part of this thing called the Selesnia Conclave, which is a guild that's all about protecting nature and life in the city of Ravnica and junk. And all this started when the head of our conclave, Mom, called us in for a meeting. And since we're the best in Ward 69, which is like the corner of the city that we live in, she sent us to investigate a series of bombings that were being carried out in the name of the Selesnia without our permission, might I add. So we went to one of the places that was bombed. It was a lab run by the Izet League, who's just killed a pretty cool scientist in Ravnica. But we were turned away by this jerk named Law Mage Dread. I, Baldrick, you know him, right? Yeah, he, he, he's a bit of a dick. Total dick. He wouldn't even let us in. So he was guarding the site and said we needed a permit to even look at the place. Uh, he was with the Azorius Senate, and they're like the police of Ravnica. So, like, we went to this Orzov temple in our ward to try to get a permit to start our investigation. And when we got there, we ran into Daryl, my best friend, Daryl Hall, DJ Daryl. Sure enough, I was there. I don't remember it, but it, apparently I was. <laughs> I'm sure you were doing something very legal outside of the Orzov syndicate, like you uh, like to do. Yeah, that checks out. But yeah, we could, we were like, hey, Daryl, you want to come on our investigation? And Daryl was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, now, we're, now we got our best friend Daryl with us. And we went inside and we had to convince this ghost dude to try to give us some permits. But he said we had to get him a soul first. So we had to go down to their torture chambers. And we used our incredible people skills to talk uh, to this fella about his gambling addiction. And we got his soul. And then we got our permits. And we were on our way back to the Izet lab to do our investigating. Oh, wait. Also, that's why well, guy, guy came into the picture there, too. Guy, we met him. He, the ghost man didn't trust us to bring the permits back, so he forced Guy to babysit us. And, like, now we're all best friends. 
Okay, tap out. Somebody else take the turn. What? I'm a fantastic babysitter. Guy, I don't think you're a very good babysitter because we're stuck in a different plane right now. That was not on the li- the refrigerator list of what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was never expressly told that we had to stay in one plane, so I think we're good. So, after I gave everyone the passes, because that was my doing, we wandered back over to the lab and showed them our shiny new permits and got to just walk right in. The guard guy was kind of gross. I think he wanted to hit on Flum's mom. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> What are you talking about? He said he was going to go sleep with the high priestess. Oh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah. Gross. I thought you actually had Flum's mother. Ben's mother in real life. Okay. It's Flum's mommy, but not his mother. Yeah. Okay, guy, get, get back on track. We, we, we don't really want to know about all the, the mom doing going on um, in Ravnica. We walked in, and we noticed that the lab blew up due to an explosion. But that's all we know. Sting found his friend... And his friend was dead, but I guess he might not have been dead beca- and just sleeping because he, he showed back up later, not dead. Hey, my spoiler part. alert. That's my part. Guy, <laughs> do you not know anything about dramatic storytelling? I think, I think he was just sleeping. That, no, that's still a spoiler. <laughs> Either way, his dead friend was covered in goo, so Daryl scraped it all off and he put it in a baggie. But then Chuggles told us that the goo wasn't from Ravnica. But then Baldrick showed up. We didn't even know who this guy was. Just some random asshole with long yeah. flowing hair and a skin tight Hawaiian shirt. And oh, <laughs> hey, no. watch it, guys. You're eight. I'm and eight. Also, and also, he has a beer gut. Not back then. You guys right. did this to me. You all did it. Oh, sure. Blame everyone else. Either way. Baldrick showed up. He tried to take our goo. We didn't let him. We said, no goo for you. No goo for you. He convinced us to go to the big meeting the next day. Oh, yeah. Then we went back to that lab. We snuck (laughs) in there. And we found some fur and footprints. And I don't think those were ever relevant plot points again. (laughs) (laughs) But then we all met up at the Milky Palace where I used to work. And we met my boss, Mr. Fluffers, and he served us some really good food. And then we went to the the big phallic building in the middle of the city. (laughs) Bulger sent us there. And so we were looking at people's feet because we were wondering if maybe they were relevant to what we found. (laughs) But we couldn't find anything. But then we found Baldrick in his office, and he was probably doing nothing important. And then we saw this old guy. And he gave us money to go find the terrorist. More specifically, uh, the fellow was called the Speaker, I think. And he was in charge of all the guilds around Ravnica, like keeping them in check. Oh, yeah. And so he was putting together uh, a couple different task forces to try to solve the bombing, right? Yeah, that that was that was pretty much about it. But, but, but then we headed off to the marketplace to, to buy some snacks, right? Well, not snacks. Probably also snacks. We probably should have bought snacks. I could do for some snacks right now. Kind of low on the food situation here in Innistrad. But um, on our on our way to get some gear, investigation gear, with the money we got for the investigation, we were attacked by these creepy little naked monkey things called crotch goblins. You think after living in Ward 69 for, like, our entire lives, we would have encountered them by now, since they seem like a common occurrence? Anyway, they attacked us, 
and we very easily fought them off with absolutely no issues whatsoever. And once they were taken care of, we moved on to this place called Stavros Shit Sorcery and Slime or something to get everyone some new armor and weapons and magic items, which we all used in some way, shape, or form by the end of our first adventure. I got a triangle. Oh, fuck, you did I forgot about the triangle flum. But so after that, we were going to do some investigating, but Baldrick showed back up and started yapping at us about a morgue or something. <gasps> and then wouldn't you know it, the bomber just kind of like showed up in the street in front of us. Yeah, and she brought some big dogs with her and we had to fight them. <laughs> I uh, think they were chinchillas. Were they big dogs? They looked like goats to me. Chinchillas. <laughs> And then yeah, Shuggles cast this yarn spell, tangled them up. And the, the terrorists tried to flee down the sewers, but, but we all ran after her, and I heroically captured her. <laughs> and we were wrestling in the water, and it was love at first sight. That's when Leff and I fell madly in love. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, Leff, that's the name of the terrorist. Um, and yeah, we caught her, and for some reason, Baljik was trying to stop us, and I think it's because he was in with the terrorists, but I'm still not sure about that one. I loved her, Flum. I, oh, I still up, love nerd. her. Shut up, nerd. And then, uh, I think after that, we spent, like, another hour trying to convince Flum, Chuggles, and Guy that we shouldn't drown left in the gross sewage water. I don't know. Uh, luckily, after Daryl... Me, my very intelligent and moving input. We decided to keep the bitch alive and keep her in the torture dungeon <laughs> or something. I also think that Flum might have fallen in love. I don't know. I don't really care about them. Uh, then we went to the morgue because apparently those five bodies of that we found disappeared from the morgue, and Baldrick wouldn't shut up. Hey, I was trying. I was trying to get you guys, uh, you know, on the up and up in the investigation. And I think we also found some gross goo over there. And like, I know goo because I've dealt a lot with a lot of goo in my lifetime and uh, as soon as we left the morgue the plot done did fell right in our laps because uh there we saw the five bodies alive i guess thanks guy uh and running across the rooftops looking suspiciously suspiciously like some copyrighted superhero you know the ratio of villains we've had to hunt down versus villains that just kind of showed up in front of us it's kind of insane. <laughs> Truly. I would like to add that we were able to track down these three people, not just by happenstance, but because I used my cool Sherlockian lens I got from Stavro shit. shit. Stavro Stavi shit, yeah. But like you said, when we got there, they were jumping across the rooftops all weird-like. One of them was like flying, one was stretching, one was swinging on webs, one was on fire, and one was like made of stone. So we chased them down. And man, did that pose a challenge. Probably our biggest challenge yet. Chuggles <laughs> <laughs> and I followed them on the rooftops while Daryl and Flum gave chase on the ground. And Guy used his super cool magic powers to slow him down. Four of them got away, but thanks to Guy's charms, we were able to question one of them that looked like the big rock monster. And he led us straight to their other hideout. When we got there, we found out that they had all been sent to different elemental planes or something. And they gained the powers of those planes. And so, like, we got, like, fire, water... Earth, air, and spider. spider. The five elemental yeah, the five main elements. <laughs> and not only that, but one of the one of the ones was my childhood friend Ehrlich. He was the one with the spider powers. You know, the one that guy spoiled his return earlier. So like, God, I just missed him so much and I was so sad when I thought he died. Anyway, 
Ehrlich decided to come with us to help our investigation, and we headed back to the chambers where we left Baldrick and Leff, you know, like the torture chambers from before, only to arrive just in time to see Leff evaporate into this weird ball of energy, and then I think Daryl snorted it or something. I know. I would, I would. Wouldn't put it past me. I was pretty dang distraught when she disintegrated after we were, you know, making out. I mean, interrogating her. Baldrick, we, we said no canoodling. You're we so were canoodling, I promise. All right. We specifically said no canoodling. I'm, we I'm, said you have to watch her. I loved her. I still love her. Ah, okay. Left was gone. She was disintegrated. Only a fragment of her soul remained. I can only think of a single person who could help us. The speaker. <laughs> I ended up running off towards the Buxer building, and I just hoped that you guys would follow me which I guess you did. Eventually, we made it to his quarters, only entering after we revealed our truths. Soon, we got the speaker to reveal an even bigger one. He's just one version of a multiversal being named Casey Clark. Wah, wah. Yeah. Wah. It, was, it was pretty freaking crazy. Uh, he explained that dark forces split left soul, creating five copies. Uh, and then he had me gaze into this font of self-reflection to see where left's next copy was going to be, hoping to further the plot. They had the rest of the party, you know, gaze into the fun. I found out that the party that he was entrusting with this whole thing was, uh, had a lot of issues involving a lot of death in Flum's case, manslaughter and Daryl's case, murder, you know, pretty crazy stuff. Um, <clears throat> eventually though, we all worked out through our issues, making us stronger and, uh, everyone got a new magic item, uh, except me, which we all used in some way, shape and form by the end of the first story. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty great. Um, <clears throat> we even had an encounter with the malevolent force when Chuggles was uh, gazing into the fod himself. This meant our adventure to save we left did? Ravnica. You know, you know the the thing that reached out and grabbed Chuggles and pinned him against a wall. Pretty sure it was the vampires. Oh wait, I sorry, sure spoilers. don't remember that happening at all. But <laughs> so you know, dark forces at work, a lot of mystery afoot. But this just meant that our adventure to save Lef. Ravnica, and possibly the whole multiverse was just beginning. But after all the traumatic past revelations, the speaker allowed us to you know, rest up in his uh, his big spherical cum layer thing, whatever you guys want to call it. I just thought it was shiny, but you guys hey, keep Darryl. calling it the cum ball. It's yeah, hey, yeah, bud. Yeah. What? What's cum? <laughs> Ooh. Huh. Guys, you he's know, eight. Just, just let's get back to it. That'll be so, too uh, much. <clears throat> Or three, shit. So uh, after a, a whole sleeping arrangement fiasco, we all eventually went to bed. However, I never planned on sleeping. I had to have another look at that font. I failed at being quiet and made Daryl and Guy wake up, which was uh, By made, bad. he means literally made. He, like, forced us to roll for it. He did, didn't he? We didn't even ask to. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think Sting just chose to go back to sleep because he wasn't very curious, but... Whatever. Daryl and Guy eventually joined you back at the font. And they both witnessed the, the prophecy my mother gave me when before she was killed by a band of marauders. Turns out that was what my name is. So. Oh, I love Harry Potter. But yeah, that, that was pretty traumatic. I just had to throw that in there because, you know, I thought I'd have a bigger a bigger role. But <laughs> didn't really happen. You know, you, you guys left me to play and everything. That's <laughs> strange, Baldrick, because... In our eyes, you are more of an NPC. <laughs> oh, whatever. Okay. We woke the next morning, had an impromptu breakfast that, you know, Flum helped. I'm sorry. A, a what breakfast? Impromptu. I, Im, impromptu, <laughs> you know, like impromptu. instant. 
<laughs> in my <bubble> breakfast. <laughs> uh, from the speaker, and he wanted to make a game plan to catch left in uh, the, this place called Philadelphia, which is uh, you know, the Rakdos area in Ward 69 where they all like to hang out. Mm, the, no, I think the name was a little bit stupider than that. It, it was Phil, it's Philadelphia, you know, mm, the city of nope. utterly love. I believe it is Philadelphia. That's, that's what I said, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Say it with your chest, good man. Oh, okay, whatever. We we want to go look for Lev before she blew up the next lab. Uh, and it turns out this lab was specializing in lubes. One yeah, settled, Sting and Daryl had a hell of a time hailing a, a centaur rickshaw whose oh, name was Tony. Does. And after seeing the sights, Tony got us to the Izet lab and agreed to stick around uh, for a gold piece or two. But, but once there, Daryl used his local renown and guys winning lube ideas, I guess, something about sparkles, uh, to aid us in getting into the, the, the R&D area. And, and, but when we got finally got inside, the rest of the party decided to do some asking around to find Lef while I investigated the, the central teleporter. Soon enough, the party found Lef using a fake name and went to speak to her supervisor, this guy named John Oates. Daryl thought he looked pretty cute. Oh, he was so hot. <laughs> so Oates led the party into the plane of fire to catch left mid bomb making and the start of the fight with a few blister coils. All I was still looking at that goddamn teleporter in Ravnica. Wait, you didn't come with us to the plane of fire. No, I was doing my own thing, man. (laughs) Forgot about that. So we went into the plane of fire, right? To chase after left. We found her in there, like rigging up some kind of machine. Um, I think later we found out that it was some kind of battery or something, but also kind of a bomb. And we quickly subdued her. Like, I mean, quickly. Chuggles used some really sick moon magic. Flum, like, put her in a headlock and then, like, rolled on top of her a couple times. Long story short, we subdued her. And then I saved her by running off with her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I took some time to investigate what she was tinkering with. Turns out it was, in fact, a bomb. And she was trying to blow up the plane of fire for some reason. Once everyone got back finally uh, and actually, you know, wanted to see what I was doing this whole time, trying to further the plot and whatnot. Turns out whatever Left was doing was was having to do with the teleporter and there was a bunch of runes on it. So we ended up talking to the speaker and he basically told us that it was trying to siphon power to this other plane called Innistrad. And he, and he said we should investigate to see if that's where the bad guys are because it would make the most logical sense. So uh, we went, went to go figure out whatever the hell those dark forces were. And uh, we ended up in this, this, this shithole of a plane we're stuck in still. Hey, it's not that bad. I mean, we fixed it up a little bit. I mean, they're like decades behind us. Baldrick, just because you don't have your, your TV and your radio doesn't mean that it's a shithole. They don't have running water, Stig. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. All he does is complain. So when we got there, a really mean priest guy started yelling at us, and he told us that to prove that we were good guys, we were going to have to perform a miracle because him and Flum had the same little symbol thing. So Daryl decided that a really good miracle was to make a giant burning cross, and the priest also thought that that was a really good miracle. So then he took us to a pub. And when we got there, Chuggles and Sting both had their first beer, and then they both had two more beers. The priest told us that the town was being attacked at night by creatures coming from that big castle. He also told us that a family had just been kidnapped the previous night in an attack. So we did some investigating and went over to the house that got attacked. 
And Sting was just so smart because he knew right away that it was Dretches that attacked the house. And he told us that we probably could take about six stretches, so we decided that that was enough information. And Chuggles and I ran off to the castle. And that upset Sting because he wanted more information, but we were gone. Okay, let me set the scene. Picture this. A strong, handsome, sexy elephant moving through the bowels of a castle uh, with his gang of supporting characters looking for a flock of (laughs) demons and a shitty, shitty family. We tried to move through quietly and undetected, but eventually the seductive clap of my elephant cheeks alerted the (laughs) demons that lived in the basement, and we ended up in combat for most of the episode. After we killed them, because we're great at our jobs, we finally found the father of the family that disappeared, but to our chagrin, we saw him transform into a furry, and as the old god states, we decided that he must die. (laughs) So that dog that we fought, we thought that maybe it was the dad of the family that was missing. So I zapped him, and he turned back into a human, so I guess the cure to being a dog is electrocution. And there were other dogs in the hallway too, so we zapped all of them, and they turned out to be the other members of the family, minus Maria, because we already had her. So we kept wandering around after, and we found a castle inside of a castle, and also a lot of robots serving the castle. And we kept going because we thought we smelled something really good, and it turned out to be Thanksgiving. And then a turkey was there, and he was eating turkey, which was really weird. But then the turkey said that he was a vampire, and that was even weirder. So then the turkey started monologuing, and he told us that he wanted magic from Ravnica to break a curse, because he wasn't actually a turkey, and so I guess that was the curse. He also said that he could use our help, and he told us that the Feywild was where the curse was. So we snuck out back into the hallway, and we saw Baldrick trying to show it back up again, so we made him leave by insulting him. And we started coming up with a plan to get to the Feywild. We decided that we could definitely use Chuggles' cool flute to get there. Oh, also, while all of this was happening, Flum became a mouse because he ate some bad pudding. Because, I don't know, it's pretty fun. Uh, so... Using some quick thinking, we were able to convince the turkeys that we were actually fans of their work, of their villainy work. And in doing so, they let us stay in their castle, which was really nice. We even got our own bedroom. So back when we all got gifts from the font, uh, Chuggles, he got this flute. And when he plays it, if he plays it well enough, he opens a little portal into the Feywild. So we thought we would use that to all go in and see what's what. And so the next morning, we teleported into the Feywild. We found, like, there were some rocks that made you change colors, and there were fairies flying around. Weird thing happens, when Chuggles is in the Feywild, he turns into a a naked human man. Well, not human. I guess he's a fairy, but he looks human, just with wings, right? I couldn't tell the difference. I wouldn't know. I wasn't there. And so basically, we went to this fairy town, And Flum went to a church to try to investigate, and the rest of us just started, like, beating up a random guy on the street because he said I was green. And, uh, (laughs) eventually, all of us found our way to the Elder Fairy, who's, like, in control of the Feywild. And she seemed really freaked out about the fact that these vampires were trying to use their- use Ravnica to get back to their plane and hurt them. So she just kind of disappeared and forced us to figure shit out on our own. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, you know, I heard this secondhand because I was uh, stuck in Innistrad and whatnot. So the rest of the party got to talk to this elder fairy lady. She had chuggles in some hot water when apparently he was supposed to be watching over the lost king and queen the entire time. Like the fake king and queen. Yeah. Not like the king and queen of England or anything. No. So before she disappeared on everybody, uh, she explained that 
he was to take them into hiding since a thousand years prior, she had helped banish the Vampurki and his brother from the Feywilds. They had tried to conquer the land for magic to help them power their takeover of the multiverse. She then placed a curse on the dimension, causing any Fey who tried to cross the planar boundary to be exiled as a Mupperborn. Pretty sure that's what happened to Chuggles, I guess. Then she disappeared, and the party realized that she was not coming back, and they asked the guards what happened. They stated that she would only use her pendant that she disappeared with if the multiverse was doomed. So apparently everything was fucked. I don't know. So the guards rushed off to a portal to find uh, the Elder and amass an army. With this revelation, the gang decided that they would just amass their own army. Chuggles, Flum decided to go recruiting townsfolk, while Sting got some sick upgrades from the blacksmith. With a 20-soul army amassed, they finally returned to Innistrad. The party returned to the tavern in Laveria at the behest of the town's priest again, finding me a whole week later, you know, knee-deep in alcoholism. Yeah, because it turns out that like three hours in the Feywild is like a week in Innistrad. Do you guys know how bad it was to not have running water for a week? You're such a baby. Baldrick, yes we do, because we've all been living here for three months. I had to brush my teeth with swamp gunk. We know we all have. We've all been here for three months, Baldrick. You guys have been brushing your teeth? I'm (laughs) self-cleaning. Well, finally, after everyone got back to the tavern, and I failed to scout the castle because I was, quote-unquote, too drunk. They eventually began to hatch a real plan. Baldrick came back and we continued our big meeting and we sent Jerambo to do the job that he couldn't because Baldrick is a big, fat, stinking, drunk failure. And um, <laughs> we found out that there were like seven I'm entrances. I'm Shut up, Baldrick. We found out that there were like seven entrances. So we split up our army of Innistradians and Muppetborns from the Feywild into seven equal groups. And we had them, our plan is to send them all tomorrow night into all the different entrances while we take the uh, underground entrance to try to give them the old pincer maneuver and attack the vampires that way. So then we, we all decided to get a good night's sleep before that. Yeah, and then in the morning, we had a really important task to accomplish. We had to make breakfast. Hell yeah, most important meal of the day. So I made my steak to gobble s'mores to look special, and <laughs> all of the Muppet born loved it. They ate it right up, and they were having a great time. And so then we were off to break into the castle. All of those Muppet-born groups were sent out, and I don't think they came up at all because the DM said no, but we tried. <laughs> no, they showed up once we did all the hard work. Oh, yeah. So we went back through the sewers, but instead of uh, these wolf things, there was now a big dog, but... It wasn't a problem because we're masters at stealth. And we all snuck past that dog. No problem. <laughs> and then they were these flying skulls that were definitely stolen from Legend of Zella. And they were guarding the <laughs> castle. And they like set off an alarm. But we took care of them. And we made our way to the front of the castle. And the the fu- the, fu- the, the, the the fancy lobby. And that's where what? we. What? And, and, and that's where we saw the big count guy, and he was a Muppet born, and Baldrick was our distraction, knocking on the door, getting his attention while we were hiding in the lobby. And thus, we have reached the Ravnica Avengers penultimate episode. With great bravery, candor, and stupidity, our lovable gang of heroes face off against faced off against the Vamp Turkey. And the evil Muppet born, Count Chocula. 
After a rousing fight where I definitely contribute a lot, and I I am the reason we won, uh, Guy recruited some skulls, Flum tackled the Muppet, Sting did his long-range Hawkeye thing, Chuggles became Buggles, and Baldrick sparkled. We were able to vanquish the Muppet and were left to deal with only the turkey. We truly had him on the ropes, but then, as an unneeded dark horse in the entire process, suddenly our Muppet-born army arrived, only about 15 turn orders late, accompanied by the winged centurion of the Fey Realm. Literally without any of their help, we killed the turkey, got abandoned in an ugly-ass town, and as we Naruto ran into the sunset, I pulled out my fucking mandolin, and with my trunk, played the Tokyo Drift theme song. Well, Daryl, I think... (laughs) I think you're maybe understating our accomplishment. We did kill two multiversal vampires that were planning on destroying Ravnica. That's a big deal. I drowned one. I turned into one. I think yeah. I also turned into one. There were so many. With you guys did that whole fun ruse. Hey, can I just say that I don't think what I did was mere sparkles, but Listen, whatever. man, this is from my this is this is from Daryl's point of view. Also, Flum, I'm, pre- I'm pretty Baldrick, sure... if I remember right, you didn't hit them once. Uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever. I was still coming down off my, also, my drunkenness. Darryl, okay? Yes. I have to ask, because in a past life, you were an English major. Did you mean to use penultimate wrong? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, like, we we killed the vampires, but then, like, we thought life would be great because we saved the day. But then, like, we don't have a way home because there's no portal there's no like multi-dimensional portal here or anything we barely know what's going on here and we just want to go home i really want to go home i don't know there's a lot of bats here i like it <laughs> have you always been obsessed with bats <laughs> is this something i just missed so yeah guys i mean shit we just what's our episode two gonna be if we just told our entire story in episode one bats we just the bat episode. My past lovers. Again. Tune in next week for our bat special. God, I just hope that in three months' time, some Deus Ex Machina will show up to take us back to Ravnica. That would be perfect. Shut up, nerds. Mm, give me my gift. <laughs> the village just instantly disappears from my view as bright pink and blue lights just start flashing by all the windows. Um, Daryl, since you left your window down, uh, you are about to take a D8 of lightning damage, uh, which is seven. I, I start cranking up the window as I clutch my ears in pain. So Daryl rolls up his windows quickly, and you are all pinned to the back of your seats from the sheer speed of the vehicle taking off. And the walls around you just start bending and morphing into this hideous, gross, like, goopy dance. As you look around at your fellow adventurers, you see their faces also start to droop, melting into like a horrific soup of all of your faces mixed together as a throbbing bass line just starts to fill your ears. The pounding just keeps getting louder and louder and louder. The lights get brighter and brighter until suddenly, like a veil being ripped out from in front of your eyes, you just see out all the windows, clear blue sky. But the slight feeling of safety that you get from seeing something familiar dissipates as two things begin to happen. First, Daryl, you start to feel a searing pain all over your skin, almost as if you have just been lit on fire. Ah! The rest of you also see Daryl's skin brightly glowing orange, again, almost like he has been lit on fire. Ah! Flum, at the same time, inside your head, you get a splitting headache 
as it sounds like a woman is screaming your name like 8,000 times at once. Finally, you feel another lurching in your stomach. The same kind of thing you get when you go over the first drop of a roller coaster as the vehicle you are in starts to tip down, revealing the endlessly sprawling cityscape of Ravnica far below you. Ah! And it is growing larger and larger. You are in a free fall, heading directly towards what looks like a gargantuan turtle that is hovering in the sky.